Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Hey, greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate conversation that we record and share with you guys, our listeners, from three guys around the country talking sports, a little bit of real estate at the end, and a little bit of doors and hardware. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular co-hosts, Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. As the, as the uh, introduction states, uh, we're just three guys talking about sports. Bill, how are you tonight? I'm good, Sean, Todd. Um, uh, things are great. It's, it's Sunday night. I'm getting ready for the week. Played some golf today. I, uh, I did my seven-mile walk yesterday. It was a typical, normal St. Pete weekend uh, for someone who doesn't have kids in the house. Yeah, so. I got to say, man, I flipped on your Instagram story, and I saw about 95 little little dots across the top, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, are you serious? Just for the hell of it, I wanted to see who would go that far. I, it was, uh, I called it uh, my, my James Joyce stream of consciousness, right, um, Instagram story, where whatever I saw and popped into my head, I just put it on the stream or into the story. And, uh, but I had, you know, I think in, I had... Including every gate of every dock, uh, you know. Not every, not all of them. If they, if they were identical or looked the same, I didn't. I just tried to get ones that were slightly different, but... Yeah. Including the board. <laughs> I like the board. Yeah. <laughs> no, my favorite's the plastic chain. Yeah, that's going to keep everybody off the dock. Yes. So, uh, anyways, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And just uh, for those that really care, I had four birdies last week and shot 84. That was really bad, right? I had no birdies today and shot 86. So, um, Sean, you're a golfer. Todd, you play golf. Yep. And, yep. Um, here's, here's what I discovered. After nine holes today, I was uh, – 10 over and I'd hit, I had three doubles all a result of my driver and including an, another bogey or two that were a result of a bad drive. So Sean, I put the driver away and I got the three wood out and proceeded to shoot four over on the back nine. So the driver is not coming out of the truck next week. There's mm, no way it's being punished. It's exactly. And it's going to, um, um, maybe die a lonely death in one of those lakes. At West Chase. Well, it wasn't even three irons. I was able to hit three woods nine, uh, as, you know, farther than I was hitting the driver. You, weird? you know how that works sometimes, right? Whatever yeah. it is, different swing. But I, where I thought I'd have to have longer shots, it was a six iron instead of an eight. I can do that. And it worked great. So no, no, no. I, had, I didn't lose a single ball on the back nine. I, I um, you know, had a couple of bogeys that were stupid. But I played much better. So we'll see what happens. I think I found the answer to golf. You've heard that how many times in your life? <laughs> People? <laughs> weekly? Weekly, yes. Weekly, yeah. Funny how that, how that works. So we'll, I'm glad you're, glad you're here, Bill. Todd, what's going on with you, bud? Um, Bill, I just couldn't be more uh, opposite than you. To me, one of, the most, um, one of the most enjoyable things about golf is hitting a driver. Um, <laughs> I, and I don't score well, so it's never, it's never an issue of shooting 86 versus 84, depending on my driver. Uh, but I just love teeing it high and, 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 you know, watching it fly, trying to hit as far as I can. So, so I, what, if, what if it goes I, way right? I don't right. know if I'll ever do that. What if it goes way right? You still okay with that? 
it went a long ways. I mean, I, I, I've had the yips just like everyone else, right? Um, my yips tend to be inexplainably um, drive, and driving is the best part of my game. Hence, mm. why I score so poorly, right? I have no short game. Right. Um, I can't uh, can't putt and can't chip. But um, every once in a while, um, I will have it where. I just top the ball for, you know, just, mm. just literally just roll it off the tee box. Um, I, I hit it right. I hit it left, but there's no consistent, um, you know, problem usually with me. You can't do that at West Chase because th- you'll yeah. lose half the balls go in the water. Just about half the tee boxes have forced carries over water. <laughs> yeah, Windermere's got some uh, some good gullies, too, uh, in front of it. So, um, good weekend, Sean. Very, uh, uh, very laid back. Hung out with the kids. Uh, a lot of sports. Um, took my son to, uh, dropped him off him and his buddy at a f- high school football game on Friday. That's, that's back in session. So, uh, just a good overall weekend. Looking yeah, forward for to the a, week. For a non-major sports week, a lot of stuff happened. So let's, let's jump right into it, guys. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, quick, quick, quickly around the horn. I'm, dr- I'm enjoying a uh, Founders All Day IPA. Uh, finish off my weekend on a nice drinkable session ale. How about you? Uh, first time for me. This is a, um, Third Street Brew House hop lift uh it's from minnesota and uh, don't laugh too hard but the reason i tried it um, do you guys have um aldi stores up up where you're and down where yeah. you are yeah yeah so they sell it at, uh, at aldi um found it a cheap rosé i don't drink it but jenny does um a cheap i should say inexpensive rosé right um so i was in there grabbing a bottle and i saw this and i said why not it's it's pretty darn good so hmm. good bill representing atlanta again i am you guys, you know, by the by, this time on a Sunday night, I, I'm I'm just winded down. I hear you, man. That's how Todd and I wind down. I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a beer, um, potato, potato. Well, hey guys, let's jump into some sports. Uh, PGA. Let's start mm-hmm. there. Uh, the PGA Tour kicked off their FedEx Cup playoffs in the Northern Trust Open, a uh, very old traditional course, Ridgewood. AJ or AW Tillinghast uh, designed, same guy that designed Augusta. Um, pretty cool, um, pretty cool, uh, uh, course, um, Bryson DeChambeau jumps from ninth in the FedEx cup standings all the way to number one. Uh, hmm. and he made as big a move as Tony Finau. T- Tony Finau also jumped up, uh, eight spots from 12 to four with his second place finish. Um, but boy, what was a pretty tight leaderboard yesterday until about the, what was it, Bill? Maybe three or four holes left. Yeah. DeChambeau birdies three of the last four and, yeah. uh, just, broke into a four shot lead going into today, maintained that four shot lead with some of the best in the game right there, chipping at his heels, right? Uh, Brooks Kepka, I thought midway through Saturday's round looked like he was going to just kind of take control and run away with it. Um, and then he, he just kind of stumbled and couldn't make anything for a stretch there. And, and yeah. DeChambeau uh, was, was kind of just knocking pins down, wasn't he? Do you, do you like watching him swing? Um, I do. Cause I, I keep trying to figure out how he, gets the club face back to where he belongs, right? Because he's so upright. My brother stands very upright like that, but he has a big forward press. Um, you know, I know all the – Yeah, which, the which, which sets a lot of wrist talk. So when you put forward press, sets like the wrist, right? So when he takes it away – but that's not a DeChambeau kind of a thing. Like, I don't know um, – I don't know how much release he has at the bottom, um, but it, it looks so awkward. It looks so – well, I mean, look, it works. I mean, we know it yeah. works. I, I love you, you, the, the talk with his caddy is hilarious, right? Because yeah. he'll say something like, yeah, it's going to be a 0.4, it's a 0.8, or it's a 1.2, which is telling DeChambeau, like, how many yards he has to take off this club. So he has to tweak, like, the uh, the angle of the club, some kind of weird 
loft thing in the club. It's all numbers for that kid. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Well, you know, watching the game these days, it's hard for me to watch it now because they get on the putting green and they go to the book yeah. instead of just walking the green. And, you know, did you hear, I loved at the end where, where Faldo, Faldo, you know, he's on the green, uh, he's nine feet with a four shot lead. And, and Faldo says, put away the book, son. You got a four shot lead, just <laughs> ball. you know, like, like at some point in time. But um, I'll tell you the biggest statement made in, in, the, in the round of golf today was um, pretty sure he's got a spot on the Ryder Cup team now. Um, going to be, you know, he, he's the number nine qualifier. So he's out of the top eight automatic qualifiers. He's the number nine guy. They're going to bring in Tiger and Phil, um, pretty much down. I, I think that, I think he's got to take DeChambeau now coming off a playoff win uh, yeah. with, with momentum. The two tournaments he won this year, the Memorial and the Northern trust, two pretty big tournaments. When you sit, when you yeah. think so. How do you think he handles a uh, Ryder cup? Um, I, I think he's very methodical. I think he's, he's probably a guy who doesn't get, you know, um, doesn't over. I was gonna say doesn't overthink it. Of course, he's gonna overthink it. Yeah, he he overthink. He's the definition of. Overthink. But I think the, the question is, who do they pair him with? Does anyone want to play with him? Was that right? Right. Right. Because right? you know, Keegan Bradley went from a sixty-two to what a seventy-seven today. Yeah, he um, didn't play well because it's a oof. slow plotting pace. Too bad Ben Crane wasn't on the team. Those two guys who just wipe out the European team with boredom. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be awesome well and keegan bradley with his stutter step and his you know his his mm-hmm. his twirl mannerism. yeah um you know todd what do you think of the did you, did you happen to tune into any of the golf uh, i ca- i caught uh some of it not not a lot um it was kind of a uh a fizzled end right um as you said uh-huh. you know d uh DeChambeau had a forced shot lead and there's it lacked drama a little bit right um yeah he did bogey um the third par five. So to put a six on a par five is you thought, Oh, maybe he's going to crack. Um, he doesn't do well in final rounds. I saw a stat where I think two tournaments he's done well in the final round. Then there's about eight that he's shut shooting, you know, mid seventies. So I, I was hoping just for excitement, there'd be a little crack, but uh, we didn't see it. Um, as you said, it was a who's who of on the leaderboard, right? A guy's chasing after him. Um, I guess the one thing that stood out to me, uh, in, in golf this week, which may not be a good thing, but uh, I've, I'm already following him. But Phil Mickelson now is, yep. is on Twitter. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at some of his tweets. So, <laughs> sure, um, sure, we'll get to see sure even inside more of the goofy mind of, of Phil Mickelson, which yeah. I love. So, so a couple other big movers in the uh, – obviously, uh, here's the top five right now. DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, and Brooks Kepka, uh, followed by Rose Watson – that's Bubba Watson, Jason Day, Webb Simpson, and Phil Mickelson at, at number ten. Um, interesting. The the probably the, one of the biggest jumps um, was former Gator Billy Horschel, uh, Todd, uh, and, and I like his move. Uh, see if this stands out to you. He went from forty one to fourteen. Forty one to fourteen. Forty one to fourteen. Oh, that's the score of the Ohio State Florida game uh, in two thousand six. Forty one to fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember it well. Hey, uh, sports fans, look at the time. We got to go. We got our first Gator. So any of you had uh, nine minutes in the ga- first Gator comment, you or your win the pool. I'll, go, I'll go farther than that, Bill. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. So Ohio State led 7 nothing, And he got hurt on that play, too. And I'm, I'm sure his dad pulled him from and the And Dallas Baker, the touchdown uh, maker, came back and That's right. Up. Here we go. Anyway, let's not relive that game. Um, yeah. So next week they go to Boston. They go to the Deutsche Bank Championship. Uh, once again, that's a Friday through Monday tournament. It ends on Labor Day. It's kind of a fun mm. uh, tournament. Got a, that, that TPC of Boston. Uh, it's kind of 
you, they played it enough now. Like you're starting to kind of know the holes. That 18th hole, that par five, it's reachable, but it's got all that junk around it. Yep. Um, 17, the par three over the water. You know, it's 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 a fun it's a fun tournament, and obviously it starts getting down to the as they say on HQ down to the nitty gritty here after this next mm. week. Um, it's going to be a really a showdown. And I think after next week is where you start to, starting to do the math. Like, okay, if, if they don't finish here, cause you know, it's, it's great when the, when the tour championship goes in with about seven or eight guys that have a chance. Um, yeah. Well, they, I like the way they've, they've changed the rules in the last few years, right? Where if you're in the top five and you win, you win, it's over. Right. So it can't be like if you're in first and the guy in fifth wins, you just got to finish in third. You can still win it. If you're in the top five, go win the tournament. You win the FedEx cup. Yeah, but I like that. There's a, there's, so there's a lot of lot of there, you know, a lot of guys in that penultimate event are going to be trying to get to that top five spot because that's everything. Sure, I mean, yeah, and that's why our, the, the points in the next couple weeks really important become huge. Right? Yep. And, yep, uh, yep. Deutsche Bank, and then they go to Aronimink outside of Philadelphia uh, for the uh, BMW, and then down to uh, East Lake outside of Atlanta. Perfect. So should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, in in local um, golf, the uh, Web.com tour was here in Columbus. They started their playoffs uh, in the Nationwide Children's Charities uh, tournament. Robert Streb won in a playoff. Um, name that he's kicked around on the PGA Tour for a while. But yeah, kind of a journey. Went, went out and watched a few holes on uh, Thursday. And I just got to say, man, even though these guys aren't on the PGA Tour, uh, I followed Ricky Barnes for a while. You know that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, played on the PGA Tour, played for Oklahoma State. Uh, just to watch the execution these guys have and the, the thought process. Ricky Barnes on the first hole, you know, on my home course, so I, I know it well. Hits it over near the, the driving range. He's on the he's on a down slope. Ball's below his feet. He's in a divot of all the places he could land it. He's got a tree, fifteen feet in front of him. And he's got a one sixty carry to the green, and he just calmly just pulls out an eight iron and hits it right over the top of the tree. Hits it like six feet from the hole. <laughs> you know, um, I would have been chipping out. There's another guy who hit it up against kind of near a tree. And Kevin and I both, my brother said, he'll have to chip out sideways on that one. Nope, turned his club over left handed and hit the ball 135 yards to the green, uh, just left of the green uh, off off the putting surface. Uh, yeah, the, these are the minor players. league players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, let's talk major league baseball boys. Uh, Todd, your Atlanta Braves um, still the magical run continues. They have a three and a half game, I believe maybe a three game lead over Philadelphia um, really stretching out the lead over Washington nationals, which I think a lot of people were just penciling in as the, the East winner. Um, there's going to be some good buzz going in Atlanta right now, heading into September uh, with the lead in the East, huh? Yeah, Sean, this is a, uh, this is a fun team to watch, um, fun team to get behind. Um, and I think you're right. I think they had about a three-game lead and, and playing good baseball. Um, so, yeah, it, this last month should be interesting. Hopefully there's no, no big fade. We talked about it on last week's show, but did you see what Acuna did at his first at-bat down in Miami? Yard. Uh, I, I believe he went yard again. Right? <laughs> he, he went uh, really deep yard. Yeah, he went uh, upper deck above the Clevelander. Um, really, really deep. Uh, didn't flex. Didn't drop. Didn't didn't bat flip. Didn't do anything. Uh, it was pretty pretty impressive. Todd, who tell me who the ace of the Brave staff is? Is it, is it Italian or is it someone else? Who's who's carrying the pitching load? So they got a, um, some good young pit, uh, pitchers, of course, right? So. Yeah. Um, I'm really impressed with uh, God. I always mispronounce uh, his name. Um, uh, Fulton. Uh, oh, Fultonowitz. Thank you, Bill. Thank yeah. you. Um, he's got a 2.67 ERA. Newcomb wow. is 11. Newcomb 11.6. Teron is steady, nine and seven, but his ERA is a little up there at four. All right. Uh, 
So, you know, you got some, some good guys. Um, bullpen appears to be pretty solid. Bill, do you remember Johnny Venters? Maybe sure. 10 years ago? Yeah. He's back with the, he's back with the Braves and some setup role again. Wow. Um, I think it's kind of a neat story to him coming. So it's up. like it's like it's it's not, there's not like a bunch of studs. It's just everyone's playing like having career years at the same time, which is awesome. You can't. That's awesome. At, yeah. Again, fun team to root for. Um, you know, the managers uh, not not really uh, all that famous. Um, you know, Snicker, Brian Snicker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a fun blue collar team. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned this in shows past. If if not, I thought it. Freddie Freeman's your old grizzled veteran. That's and, funny. That's uh, funny. As, we, as we get older, guys, it's crazy how – I mean, I remember this. The, the, young, the young first baseman lefty that can hit the ball a mile. Right. Okay. That's all I want to find out about that. So, let's Bill, you're West. Yeah. You're West, you're West yeah. is, is starting to be a shootout, right? Uh, right now it's, um, I believe, Colorado. No, Arizona's up half a game over Colorado. And then One game. Colorado. They won. Arizona won tonight, so they're up okay. a game, yeah. So. And then Dodgers are two and a half back. Yep. Right? Yeah, and, and San Francisco's not dead, but close to it. But it's uh yeah, it's gonna be quite the battle. I think in the wild card running in the in the National League, it's it's a zoo, right? Because Colorado and the Dodgers are, you know, both a game and two and a half out of that as well. Um got Milwaukee and you know, right there with the Cubs in St. Louis, uh so Philadelphia's I mean, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, figuring out the National League. Not so boring as the American League this year. Yeah, well, the, the American League actually has a couple of races. You know, the the uh, the West. Uh, I think it's going to come down to uh, can the A's continue their onslaught right now? Right, um, right. Hold off, hold off the Mariners, uh, and then and then you know, look, Houston's been playing without Altuve. Uh, they just got um, uh, they just got another player back who's been out for a couple of weeks. Right. So see see what they do. Yeah, they're both uh, both Houston and Oakland have won seven of their last ten. Yeah, but hey, we can't just skip right past the uh, Tampa Bay Rays real quick. We got to yeah. talk about them. How about uh, the sweep, teams in baseball? The sweep of the Red Sox at the Trop. That, there's nothing. There's nothing better than seeing all those Boston fans walking around downtown St. Pete, knowing they've been swept. You know, now I know they're also still 48 games <laughs> over 500, but all that matters down here is this weekend, and uh, so. How about the Rays? The Rays moved to uh, nine over five hundred. They're eight one eight out of the last ten, and they won't even sniff the playoffs at uh, seventy and sixty one. <laughs> yeah, and and Baltimore still how many games back, Bill? Forty something. It's it's under fifty now. 50, Thank- fifty two. No, it's fifty two. Oh, it's still over. Oh, damn. It's fifty two. It is fifty two. Thank God it would have been it would have been fifty five if the Rays didn't do their job. I know, right? Yeah. How about that? And, and Sean, um, help me with the details. But um, did you see um, Justin Verlander's uh, dinner yes. t- or breakfast tab? That was fantastic. Awesome. So that he went to the awesome. Beverly Hills Hill, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, went for pancakes and uh, obviously had a kind of a, a fun waiter who uh, dropped the bill off and charged him a million dollars for uh, World Series anguish. Plus <laughs> plus ninety five thousand dollars in tax. Yeah. <laughs> and did you, by the way, did you look closely at that receipt? The yes. Pancakes, that, that was the most embarrassing part. Right. right the pancakes were $20. 30, $30. <laughs> the bacon and eggs was like 38 I mean, it was crazy price. I know it's the Beverly Hills Hotel, but the meal, just a breakfast for him was like 140 I would have, uh, I would have sharpied <laughs> out everything but the million dollar. <laughs> <laughs> It that's, was uh, life's tough when you're buying forty dollars pancakes, right? Yeah, that that was that's a great that's a great sense of humor. Yeah, so. I think that's funny, and obviously a 
you know, people are like, did he really pay that? I'm like, no, I don't think he paid it, but I think no. it's funny that they, they laid it out down and saw that. Uh, speaking of other, uh, you know, just pure essence of, of baseball, Little League World Series, man, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to watch. I've been been there twice with my son, Ryan. Uh, Hawaii, uh, you know, it's not very often that, that Americans, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I'd have to look at the stats, but it seems to me like a lot of times the international team uh, wins the, the overall game. But uh, congratulations to Hawaii, who – Held off, Todd, your your Georgia team yesterday in a matchup of undefeateds, um, and Hawaii battled South Korea today, and they they won three to nothing. Um, a couple wow. stats: Hawaii, Hawaii, that team of, the, of kids from Hawaii, uh, kind of cool cool story for them winning with a hurricane hitting back home mm-hmm. uh, and, and affecting many of their their country or uh, statesmen. Um, that team didn't lose a single game. That team went undefeated their entire little wow. league run. Um, listen to this, Bill. Uh, you mentioned um, ERA earlier. The Hawaii pitching staff in the last uh, in the Little League World Series, their ERA was point three five. Wow, who scored on them? Point <laughs> three five. One team scored on them. The, the last seventeen wow. innings, they were un, wow. unscored upon. Wow, that's unscored awesome. Upon. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, good pitching always beats good hitting, no matter how old you are. Yeah, but just, you <laughs> just know, the way it goes. It's just you know. Um, Kudos to the to the people who put it on the volunteers, but and and to the players and to the coaches. You know, the, all the coaches are mic'd up, and and I know they probably know that going out that they're not going to be yelling at their kids. But it's it's funny how just the the basic um, little pep talks. You know, mm-hmm. um, the one one team I, for, I forget who it was. I think it was uh, New York, or so they were playing for the New England. Um, you know, they gave up a couple of runs and they were down. They had like an inning to have to go, and the coach came out and said, "What do you guys want to do? You want should we quit? Should we just go? Should we just pack up and go?" And all the kids were like, "No." And he goes, "Well, then can we smile?" <laughs> and they all started smiling and, and he goes, you realize you aren't in school. You get to swim this when we're done playing, you know, it's just kind of fun, you know? Um, and it's kind of cool when they see them all hanging out and talking to each other and, uh, and signing autographs for other kids. It's just a really cool, cool thing. And to see the, you know, uh, David Ross was in the booth uh, with Carl Ravitch and, and Kyle Peterson. And he did mm-hmm. a great job. I mean, he was really uh, fun to listen to. You know, it's the uh, stress a little bit different though, right? Yesterday and today, because uh, the losing teams struggle. Um, it's tough. It's a tough battle. They got that far. And you can imagine you're, t- you're just 12 years old, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, uh, to, to a lot of tears flow, and, yeah. uh, you know, but, but the other teams are there trying to console them. It's just, it is a pretty amazing event. So yeah, every year, every year. Yeah. Um, let's, let's turn to another big national event, uh, coming up this week, Bill, uh, in your milieu tennis, us open fourth mm. and final major of the year. Um, and it's a big one in mm. Flushing, New York. Uh, why don't you give us a little preview of what you see happening? Because obviously, off last week, Flushing Meadows, yeah, Flushing Meadows, yeah. Off, off last week, uh, Joker Joker winning his the first player to ever win all nine Masters Series uh, events, and he beat. He's he is in fuego, right? He's the yeah. definition of it. Um, after coming off what he did at Wimbledon, and he's he's I, you got to think he's uh, the favorite. I don't know how they're seeding him, Todd. I don't know if you've seen it, but. Um, he's going to be either well. He's no worse than three because of things Federer and, and Nadal have done over time. But I'm not exactly sure how tennis uh, seeds based on how, how how far back they go. But it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it's one of those three guys. I don't really think anybody else that makes a difference on the hard court. Um, so I mean, a, a Nadal Joker final would be awesome. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Serena's going to be interesting to see. I mean, she so wants number twenty four, right? Um, so can she get it? We'll see. That's another good, uh, that'll be another match. Who's the biggest contender on the women's side? Halep? No, I mean, Halep, Pliskova. Um, there's a couple of other, 
and not Sharapova, unfortunately. <laughs> I think she's um, she's not playing as well in her 30s, let's put it, as uh, Serena does. But I think I think it's Serena's to lose. I really do. Her She plays so well there. So that's going to be fun. Um, you know, and, is, and then uh, I'm trying to think how many Roger has. Is this is Roger going for a sixth tie? I think he is. So Federer wants to have that final um, victory lap there as well. So I don't I don't see any uh, dark horses. There's no Stan Wawrinka like a couple of years ago or anyone like that. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be somebody we're pretty familiar with. That's usually how it works there. It's been pretty chalky lately, right? Yeah, yeah, it sure has. Except for the Joker coming out of nowhere. I mean, Djokovic was kind of written off. Uh, like he'd had his moment and then uh, Nadal and Federer got healthy and, and whatever found the fountain of youth and they were going to continue on. So uh, we'll see, but it's a, it's a fun tournament. It, it, you know, I love the fact that I'm on the East coast for this bad boy because it was some late nights, uh, yeah. you know? Um, uh, so, so that's good. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, it's fun. You know, I just so looked you- up the, the weather for this week in Flushing. Mm-hmm. Um, 91 tomorrow, 96 Tuesday, 95 Wednesday, 92 Thursday, um, and then thunderstorms for the weekend, uh, dropping Oof. into the into the high 80s. So that's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one. You know, it's gonna yeah. be a, it always is. They have the roof there now. Um, they, well, they can always they can always have at least one match going at all times, whether even if the weather turns south. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a great venue. I mean, you know, we like Sydney. I've been there a couple times, uh, and we'll be back. Uh, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. So who wins, Bill? Uh, well, I'll go. I'm going to take Nadal and Serena. So very chalk, in my opinion. I mean, they're two two players I really admire. So I'm going to. I hope they each can get their. Uh, I want. I love Nadal to get one closer to Federer, and uh, I want Serena to just destroy every record out there, especially mm-hmm. with it. she's a mom. So yeah, very cool. Todd, any thoughts on on tennis? Uh, just, uh, the big story came out. Um, I don't know why it came out now, but Bill, I'm sure you've, you heard about the French open, <laughs> the uh, cat suit <laughs> telling Serena, she can't wear a cat suit. Uh, the timing of that's to me very curious, right? Two days before a big major, a uh, big major. Um, why, why release that statement now? Um, yeah, it's I'm, so not funny. A, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but it just seems, um, unnecessary, right? Yeah. Especially because the reason she wore it, she was just coming back off of the pregnancy. She, she claimed it had some blood clot issues or something that would help her with her circulation, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think she'll ever wear that again. I don't think she was planning on wearing it again, but, uh, oh, well. Her response was classic. She's like, everyone, I'm fine. I'm yeah. Fine. What the worried, hell? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm not mad. Everyone, Billy, Billy Jean King came out and was yelling and screaming and making a big deal. And it's yeah. just like, she's like, Hey, it's okay. I'm, I'll yeah. Be I'll be fine. I, yeah. I think that's great. Let's move on. Let's, let's talk football. Uh, let, and let's start with football, Todd. Uh, EPL. Yes. Let's start with football. And we'll finish with oh. American football. Woo. All right. Um, so th- week three, uh, huge win for um, the Gunners, Arsenal. They, they finally got – they were 0-2 to start the season, and they were actually 17th in the table way early, way premature. But you just aren't used to seeing Arsenal down the low. Relegation. Were we talking relegation? The relegation zone, yeah. Uh, so they had a nice win. Um, the, the talk has got to be right now Liverpool, 3-0. Um, three clean sheets, as they call it. Clean sheets is when you don't allow any goals. Um, so they're, they're at top of the table um, due to goal differential. Um, a, a couple more is uh, Watford, believe it or not, is 3-0. Um, a small little, small little uh, club in England. Um, they're third. And at the bottom of the table is West Ham United, um, London-based uh, club that's been 
um, up for years. And uh, so, again, long way to go, 30, what, three games left, 32 games. But it's kind of fun to, to see how things shake out early on. So are most of their games played – they play two games a week? Is that how we're starting? Nope. Um, they usually they, – they play either on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Um, now, you got to remember the, the beauty of the EPL is, is you have uh, the league games, but you also have all the tournaments. So you can have the FA Cup. You can have the League, league Cup. Uh, you can have the Europa League, which is the Champions League kind of junior, the second tier. Um, and as I just mentioned, the Champions League. So believe it or not, I think uh, there's some League Cup games already. And I was going to do a little research. Um, I did some last year, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some heavy research maybe for next week or the week after um, and, and kind of define what the difference between the League Cup and the FA Cup. I know in theory it's all the, the England clubs, no matter what division they are, uh, playing a tournament. Um, but I believe in the FA Cup, if you're in the Premier League, you don't even have to, to show up until the fourth round. So I guess a lot of the, the uh, fourth, fifth tier um, teams are battling the first three rounds um, and able to get in the tournament. So anyway. Bill, you got your attention on something tonight. What's going on, man? I'm watching the uh, Cardinals and Cowboys early in the third quarter as we're uh, recording this podcast episode. And the Cardinals are up 24 nothing. And, and a trivia question for you. Chad Kanoff is the third string guy trying to make the team for the Cardinals. He played Princeton last year. Wow. You know somebody else in this game right now who, uh, not in the game, but there, who also quarterbacked at Princeton. Do you know who that is? In that game? Yeah. Oh, it's not. Um, Ryan, Ryan Fitzgerald went to Harvard. I know yeah. That. How, about, how about Jason Garrett? <laughs> I didn't know he quarterbacked it. Uh, is that right? I didn't know he was a quarterback at Princeton. The, the head coach for the uh, Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, got you, Gary. You played, yeah. yeah, he played quarterback at Princeton. So I, I, did, I did not know that. Now you do. That's Very we're just trying to help people learn new things on the stare down. So. Well, well, that's a good segue. Let's talk about the NFL. We're we're in week three of the of the preseason. We got one more week to go. Uh, next week will be that 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 preseason game that you know usually the starters play the whole. Um, you know they'll play the first quarter first, and then they'll they'll sit the rest of the time, and then you'll see a bunch of kind of scrubs on the field. Um, have you seen anything in? Um, in the first three weeks that has turned your eye, caught your eye, impressed you. Um, a lot of the rookie quarterbacks are, are getting some, some good attention. Uh, and obviously the referees and the, and some of the calls are. Um, yeah. Kind of uh, dominating the news, the news cycle. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear, did you hear as much squawking this week about the uh, helmet uh, issue? Not as much, right? So maybe, uh, maybe the, the officials are, um, had their, you know, tried to really implant, you know, kind of help train <laughs> how it's going to be this year. Yeah. And maybe they backed off a little bit. I, I don't know for sure, but I, I, well, I, I kind of, you know, caught bits and pieces of games this, this week and I didn't really hear anyone complaining. So that's a good thing. I, uh, Bill, I equate it to when my kids are going in second, third week of school. I equate it to the teacher that is just a tyrant the first two, three weeks. Yeah. Setting the tone. Yeah. I, I think they're just, I think they're setting the tone in I think we kind of dabbled in it last week. It's a culture change in football, and I think it's a good, necessary, healthy one. But with change, there's always um, <laughs> pain and and, uh, and, uh, and and some controversy. So, right. again, I think there's way overly cautious here in, in, in the preseason. Right. I, I am getting tired of <clears> – <throat> really, really tired. We talked about this last week as well. I'm getting really tired of the Chargers Super Bowl talk. So can you, you guys <laughs> already, right? For me? Oh my God. You know, I mean, what is, what, what is happening here? It's just, this how is many a, teams, how many teams in the NFL, Bill? 32 or 30? 30, 32. 
Yeah. Only one of them wins the Super Bowl, right? Only yeah, two of them make it. It's going to be the Chargers this year. <clears throat> so I would I would bet the field if I were you. Just I would to too. feel better about yourself, right? Good, yes. good. It good. will not be the Falcons because Todd has already proven that they will not make it back. This is their one chance. They will not make it back. I didn't say I didn't say that. I'm just saying you have to cherish, <laughs> you have to cherish the opportunity, and you cannot assume you're going to make it back. That's I mean, you, you're going to segue to college football. We can we don't have to go there, but look at Georgia. They made the championship yeah. game. They lost in overtime, but look at how many perfect things had to happen. No injuries, good bounces. They had. A, by the way, their starting quarterback goes down. They find a better one in the backup, perhaps. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just um, 32 teams in the NFL. Um, if anyone's – Look. I, I wouldn't have seen playoffs, let alone Super Bowl, right? They're all making predictions. And I, I heard char- a national guy say Chargers Saints in the Super Bowl, which is ironic because you got Rivers and Breeze, and they're always tied together uh, sure. throughout time because they traded Breeze to get yeah. LT and Phillip Rivers in that draft. Yeah, wow. So it was a hell of a draft. Now, yeah. Bill, imagine if you woke someone up from 30 years ago from a coma and said, Saints, Chargers will be in the Super Bowl. What would you say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. How could that happen? Well, that yeah. was like, uh, you know, telling somebody the Cubs and Red Sox were going to have uh, three World Series championships sure. in the 2000s, yeah. <clears throat> well, it was a great, uh, a great episode of Lost, if you ever watched the show Lost, where Jack was, you know, a, a huge uh, Red Sox fan. And when they, they came back from the kind of the, the time warp and yeah, like, and they were showing him a tape and he's like, this is fake. Cause obviously the Red Sox would never win the world series. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see an episode of that show ever. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. All right. But I did see back to the future where he saw, I think in the future that the Cubs were going to win something. Yes, so. And they were going to beat Miami. Yes. I'm just on the, I'm just on the bill Rissle, bill Risser bandwagon. He's our new Cubs and Red Sox, right? Never has won a, uh, no, his teams have ever won a championship. I'm, I'm that guy. I've never, ever experienced a national championship of any kind. Well, I'm not going to count like an ASU Sun Devils girls softball. Like, is that it's probably right, right. or or uh, ASU yeah. football, baseball, basketball, ASU golf, yeah. ASU baseball? Those have happened since yeah. I've been major, major sports. Yeah, major sports. It's never happened, and uh, you know, it's just I I I, I take that. Yeah, I say that lightly because I. I was in I was in Phoenix in 2001, but we had just moved there. We'd been there less, a little over a year when the uh, D-backs beat the uh, uh, Yankees. Oh, yeah. and, and I'd come off of a – I'd worked for the Padres for 12 years, so it didn't feel – it just wasn't the same. Kevin and I both were excited. We might have jumped a little bit, but it's not the same. It's not the same as in Florida, you know, two national championships in three years, right? It's not sure. the same. So. Three, three overall, but who's counting? No, not me. <laughs> so let's let's finish, guys, talking about college football. We had week zero yesterday, uh, kind of a unofficial yeah. kickoff. I mean, college game day was in the studio, um, but they, uh, you know, the game I watched, I, I watched probably three quarters of it was the Hawaii Colorado State game. Uh, Hawaii comes in a seventeen and a half point underdog and wins by I think eleven. Um, wow! They went for it yeah. on I think four fourth downs in the first half alone, uh, getting all four of them, I believe. Um, you know, just um, they they played with nothing to lose, and Colorado State uh, not only a tough loss, but they go tomorrow or they go next week and play Colorado in a mm-hmm. big showdown game uh, with Colorado kind of coming off a a bounce back season in the Pac-12. So that that'd be interesting. But um, before we look at the schedule, um, what stories out of college football are you guys uh, either most excited about? What are you? What are you looking forward to seeing, or what are you um, just wondering what's what's going to happen? I'll defer to Todd on this. 
Um, so that's, that's a little bit of a tough question, uh, but you love asking the tough questions. Um, to me, just a weird, weird storyline is Jim McElwain is the receivers coach for Michigan, right? Yeah. That's just to me so weird. He was, you know, our head ball coach and, uh, gosh, I'm glad he's gone. Not nothing personally. I just don't think it was a good fit. Um, personality, um, some of the things he said and did. Um, but again, I wish him well, but you got a head ball coach making five million years now for a receivers coach for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. I think that's interesting. Um, boy, I, I, Sean, you control the, the show, but have you ever seen a worse press conference than, than Urban Meyer on Wednesday or, and, and the athletic director for Ohio State? Yeah, that was a, um, you know, I, I'm not going to get into the position of defending Urban or the, or the Ohio State program, but, you know, that was a 10 or 11 hour board of trustees meeting. Um, you know, a lot of uh, rumors of what was, what was happening behind closed doors. Everything, everyone locally is kind of reporting that the board of trustees just wanted to say no harm, no foul, move on. And president Drake was very adamant about urban being suspended for some games. Um, you know, urban um, clearly didn't want to be suspended. He felt his time served on paid leave you know, albeit, but right. away from, right. yeah, he, he made $450,000 when he was not working, mm. uh, you know, but he got a three game suspend or a th- yeah, three game suspension. Um, it's kind of weird though. I think he's allowed to coach dur- during the, during the week. He just can't be on the field not games on, yeah. on games, which is kind of weird. So could he coach up to kickoff? Could he like be on the field? It's really weird. I mean, if he wants to push it, but obviously in Columbus, very, uh, um, circle the wagons is happening as you can imagine. Um, if you just go on social media and, and read any, every media person, according to people here is against Ohio state and wants to see him bat, you know, lose and they hate urban. Um, and local people are all saying it, it's really no big deal. And, and Courtney Smith's kind of a, a crazy person. Um, it, I was on Twitter last night and while I probably, you know, I love Twitter and I, I try and really, censor myself on there quite a bit. I look at Zach Smith has two brothers and they're on there now just defending their brothers. And it's just, you know, to go on the thread and just look at the people, just both sides, just throwing hate yeah. back and forth. But, yeah. but to Todd, your original question, um, urban couldn't have seemed more tone deaf in that response. Um, just a robot, right? Yeah. A robot didn't look up once. Um, very, uh, you know, and once again, he'd been there all day. But it's, but as someone said, he's had three and a half weeks to come up with a statement. Um, did did he did he read that statement? Uh, no. Well, the one he the one he released on Twitter was one that on came Thursday after. Yeah, but, I'm, but the one he did Wednesday night was that just off the cuff? Mm-hmm. Um, you mean when someone said, "What would you say to Courtney Smith?" Correct. And he said, uh, "I feel I've bad already for apologized to everybody," which is that's yeah. a, talking about tone deaf, right? Yeah. yeah. He said, "He said, I'm sorry." That we're in this situation. That was yeah, his apology. Not, that's not really an apology. It's horrible. I'm sorry I got worst. caught. I'm sorry yeah. I got caught. It's kind of like when it's kind of like someone says, "Do you apologize?" He says, "I'm I'm sorry to those I offended." Right. You know? It's not really an apology. I'm sorry if I, if I offended you. I'm sorry. Right. So yeah. he he's got to know better. Uh, he's got to know better there. I mean, if he's this leader, he's got to know what he's got to say there. He's got to say all the right things. He's hopefully he's got to mean them, uh, and then move forward. It would have it would have just taken care of everything on Wednesday, don't you think? If he'd have yeah. just been honest and upfront and really just kind of took care of business on Wednesday, then it doesn't drag on. So yeah, I know. agree. And, and look, it's going to make every, anytime uh, 
game day is around in Ohio State. I mean, I can't wait to see the signs we're going to oh, see. Oh my gosh! Not even not even Ohio State games, but people will be holding signs. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the the pressure it's going to put when he does coach. Um, what what do you think questions will be from the national media? You know, it won't be how's your second string punter doing. It's going to be. Have you had any backlash? What What do the girls on campus think? He's um, got to be. He's got to be ready. He's got to be ready to handle that. I mean, that's just life. They They have had a recruit who has um, decommitted. Uh, they also had a recruit whose mother uh, spoke out and said she's a six time domestic abuse victim, and she 100 percent supports Urban. Um, mm. So it's just gonna It's gonna be a weird attention now to something that's not football. Right. Yeah, and I'm gonna govern my self, Sean, uh, I'm just going to say, say this and I'll feel better about myself. Um, to, cause I said it, but it's, you know, the things that pop in my head is there are four pillars at Ohio state that urban Meyer believes in. And one of them is respecting women. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he threw his wife under the bus saying, you know, Oh, she got those texts, but she never said anything to me, <laughs> which again, just boggles my mind. Um, because all he ever talks about is their best friends and they share everything together. And that's, you know, that's again, his foundation. And the third thing that really just boggles my mind was when that coach was on the Florida staff in 08, he got arrested for domestic violence. So he's just lying. He's just lying. He's caught in a lie. And we are a forgiving nation. If he had that in his hand and say, I accept my punishment. Um, I did the wrong thing. I got caught up in a web of lies. I apologize. Blah, blah. You know what? This would be a non-story. I agree. But he's he's doing the typical, you know, deny, deny, deny. Anyway, um, I'm trying. I'm going to try not to let it affect um, my views of the Ohio State University. But uh, it, it's just uh, it, it's it's hard to uh, respect and like uh, what's happened in the last couple of days. And right? this is coming from a couple of guys who uh, he was your dude. So I mean, that's that's just the worst part about it for you, right? I yeah, mean, he, it is. Well, it, it yeah. You know, it's um it's kind of laying the groundwork for, um, you know, I, I didn't like the way the, 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 in the 32 page report, you know, the, the committee basically said that urban Meyer has a hard time remembering things um, <laughs> properly. Wow. But he lied, but he didn't intentionally lie. Yeah. That's, the dude can tell you <laughs> play for play what he called in the first 20 plays in the 2008 championship yeah. game, but sure. he's going to strong. Yeah. Right. So it's just, it's just convenient. It's all just yeah. too convenient. convenient yeah. So let's talk football boys. All right. All uh, right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Saturday, off my Saturday the, the season starts, um, actually starts Thursday with the defending national champion UCF. Um, oh, yes. Stop it. yes. The Knights. <laughs> they, and, 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 and as is the case with most defending champions, they open at UConn um, <laughs> in, in a, in a game. So, That'll be just one to watch. Uh, also on Thursday. Hey, you just want to upset me, don't you, Sean? You just want to upset me. They're 21, <laughs> 21, 21st seed, right? 21. Um, ranked, 21 ranked. Yeah. ranked number 21. Is that fair? Do you think they're, did they lose that many good players? I know they lost a ton of uh, skilled players on offense. The quarterback's back, uh, but. The coach is gone. Um, yeah, you know. but the guy, it's, 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 it's a guy who ran the system last year. It's not that yeah. big a deal. I think that's fair. So undefeated yeah. team. Okay. We'll see. All right. I, uh, just any claims to a national championship just drives me absolutely <laughs> insane. It's, it's awesome. It's all over the place down here. It's awesome. It's, oh. <laughs> interesting game on uh, on Thursday night as well. Um, Northwestern and Purdue open up a Big Ten matchup to start the season. Mm. Uh, kind of interesting. Friday, August 31st, um, a couple ranked teams play. Uh, Michigan State uh, plays Utah State. So I think that's the third year in a row Michigan State's open up on the, on the first Friday. Um, so I don't know if they're trying to compete with Michigan high school football or what um, Wisconsin opens up against Western Kentucky and Stanford plays San Diego state. 
Uh, mm. A tough San Diego State team. Yeah, tough San Diego always, State. Always, always. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Three ranked teams on Thursday. And then Saturday is where it really kicks off, boys. Mm. Um, down the street here in Columbus, uh, OSU versus OSU. That's uh, the, one of the worst OSUs, Oregon State, against number five, Ohio State, who's obviously going to come out with a big chip on their shoulder. Uh, yeah. You know, Dwayne Haskins, the new quarterback, uh, and a really outstanding defense um, led by Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa's little brother. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll crush Oregon State. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the vibe of the stadium is other than angst and us against the world approach. Um, Florida Atlantic, uh, Lane Kiffin takes his boys into Oklahoma for an 11 a.m. Mm. kickoff there. That's a noon game on Fox. Uh, Oklahoma uh, comes back from a very successful season last year but where they lost in double overtime to Georgia in the Rose Bowl. Um, TCU uh, starts their slate at 11 o'clock in the morning out there against Southern. They're going to face the Buckeyes in that third game where Urban Meyer won't be on the sidelines. Um, so that'll be one to pencil in. A, as we look ahead, uh, t- two weeks, Oklahoma, uh, TCU, Ohio State. And then a couple other games I just want to ask you guys about. Um, Texas plays at Maryland, uh, another tragic uh, Big Ten coaching uh, coach in the spotlight there. DJ yeah. Durkin under, under a lot of um, fire for one of his players – um, dying in practice mm. they have a very uh, strict mentality dj durkin who coached under florida Urban Meyer. yeah mm. so tough uh, tough big 10 run here um so texas though a lot of people i've heard some people picking texas i um robert smith a former viking former Ohio state buckeye picked texas as his in the final four um, wow so that'd be a, that'd be a surprising run out of the uh out of the big 12 um, a game in Houston, Todd, I, I like this matchup. Ole Miss versus Texas Tech. Mm. Um, early game, it's 11 a.m. kickoff um, in, uh, in, in Houston. Um, but that should be a very offensive game. I believe the wide receiver for Ole Miss, uh, preseason All-American. Um, let's go to some ranked teams. Uh, number two, Clemson over the, up against Furman. Uh, not not uh, probably any problems there. <laughs> And then, Todd, your Georgia Bulldogs are down the street from yours, not your Georgia Bulldogs, but near you. Uh, they mm-hmm. open against Austin P. Austin P. yep. Uh, but right down the street from you in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a big one, 330 on ABC. It's Washington, number six Washington, led by Chris Peterson. Yes. Against Shays, uh, Auburn Tigers. Against number nine, Auburn. Um, really one of the, one of the only um, matchups of top 25 teams until we get to later in the week. Um, but that one should be a good one. Washington. Is that, on, is that on Saturday, Sean? That is Saturday at three thirty. Yep. Yep. You got to. Uh, you know, that I'm looking forward to that one. Where is that? Is that in Auburn? That's, a, that's that? in Mercedes. Mercedes Benz. Oh, Atlanta. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why Shea's going to be in Atlanta over the weekend. Perhaps that'd be cool if he goes. Um, um, there's a big one on on Saturday night with two ranked teams, right? Talking about Michigan, Tigers and the Canes. Michigan. No, Michigan Notre Dame, right? Yeah, Michigan Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's yeah, a I'll pretty get, good one. I'll get to that in a second. So I want to. Um, Tennessee, West Virginia. Um, I, I think West Virginia. That that's in Charlotte. Um, but I think I think Will Greer is going to throw for three hundred fifty yards in that game. Um, I By think the way, Bill, Will Greer, uh, old Florida quarterback. Yeah, he's just, they're right? all over the. They're littered all over the uh, <laughs> East yeah. Coast. Oh. I, look, I look for him to start a, a Heisman esque campaign. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be a good pro too in, in Morgantown. Yeah. I think so too. Um, a couple other ranked teams. UNLV plays USC. Um, just scrolling through the – oh, hey, the 
the ranked Boise State uh, – what are the Boise State? Broncos. 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 They play on the road. Todd, guess where they play on the road? Number 22 ranked Boise State. Where do you think they open? Uh, without knowing, I'm going to uh, say somewhere on the East Coast. I'm, I'm going to say Rutgers. I have no idea. They open at Troy. Oh, Troy. Nice. Troy, hmm. Alabama. Nice. Good for Troy. They're getting. a little bit of a giant killer, right? Yeah. Remember, Troy beat uh, Troy beat uh, LSU last year at LSU. Yeah. That's a, they're always a solid pro. They love their hands full. I fully expect Boise State to win, but I wouldn't I be surprised, right? They're, they're saying Boise State can be the UCF this year, right? They're a good, they have a good chance of running the table. They do. They were, they were yeah. UCF before UCF. Yeah, exactly. They were. <laughs> so as, yeah, as trying, to, in, trying to crash the party. As we get into Saturday night, where obviously our the fix will officially be be in effect uh, <laughs> as far as college football fix. Uh, Michigan at Notre Dame, big one. Yes, because I tell you, if Michigan's gonna, if this is Jim Harbaugh's year, Shea Patterson, the, the so, transfer quarterback from. I was going to ask you, their starting quarterback is yeah. Yes, he has been. He has been named the starting quarterback. Um, so yep. I think he's going to be serviceable. I think uh, the Big Ten fans don't know much about him, but I think he's a very solid quarterback. He can run with run the ball, but he's obviously came from. Came from Ole Miss last year, right? Ole Miss, yes. And and after their coach got in trouble and they were put on suspension, uh, Florida picked up a receiver from them. Um, but Notre Dame ranked number twelve, um, so it's time for Brian Kelly to put up or shut up. Um, yep. Our Gators hey, open uh, up seven thirty. Hey, real, real quick, Sean, a shout out to our uh, buddy Trey Trey Rogers. He uh, he tweeted that um, with what's going on at Ohio State, Urban Meyer is now in position to accept his new. Uh, dream career job at Notre Dame, exactly. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> First, Florida was his dream job. Yeah. Ohio State's his dream job. Soon to be Notre Dame. Was Utah a dream job at the time too? As well, where did he? Where did he go from? Where did he come? <laughs> Bowling Green. He started oh. Bowling Green. Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, okay. Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Um, Florida opens up against Charleston Southern. That's a seven thirty. SEC Network. Seven thirty on the uh, SEC Network. Yes. Um, and then eight o'clock, Alabama plays Louisville. Uh, that game wow. probably would have been better if Lamar Jackson would have stayed. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't expect that one to be closed. I don't even know if, if there's a line on that game, Todd. Um, Give me a second. Oregon plays Bowling Green. Nebraska with Scott Frost opens up against Akron. Um, and then let's go to Sunday. Bill, you mentioned it earlier. The uh, the Tigers versus the Canes. Uh, that's going to be a Jerry it. World. Love it. Uh, the yeah. Miami Hurricanes. Right. That's a good eight. game, man. That's a really yeah. good game. Miami ranked number eight against LSU, ranked number 25. So um, Big Ten, I think, has five top 25 teams, and, the, and SEC has five top 25 teams, but the Big Ten are higher ranked um, okay. with uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, and uh, Penn State. So they're all so, – So, Sean and Bill, it's time to play one of my favorite games, Guess the Spread. Oh, boy. Let's, let's is- go Louisville in uh, – at Alabama. So that's in Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Alabama. Oh, it's in Orlando. Out, okay. Yeah, coming out defending champions, playing against Bobby Petrino's Louisville Cardinal without Lamar Jackson. Can I do my music? Dun, 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 dun. I it's will say it's going to be twenty-five. I'll go thirty-one. Uh, it's Sean twenty-four and a half. Ooh, damn! All right, and uh, that's it. Wow, twenty-four and a half. Yes, and, uh, and it looks like Tua Tagliavoa is going to be the. The starting quarterback for Alabama. Um, yeah. What's the, line on the, what's the line on the Miami LSU, Todd? I'm going to guess. Hey, Miami you, want, is, you want to play guess the spread? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to say Miami uh, three. I'll take it. Don't even get – don't get – don't guess, Bill. Don't it's guess. three? 
Here we go. Yes, okay. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, the, then the last matchup, uh, the last game of the weekend is also a matchup of top 20 teams. It's Virginia Tech at Florida State. It's an ACC mm. matchup. It opens the season in wow. Dope Campbell with the new coach um, there. Willie Taggart, right? Yep. Um, Virginia Tech, not sure I know much about what they have this year. Florida State, not sure what I know much about what they have. I know Francois uh, is, is going to be their, their QB. Um, but it'll be interesting for us, Todd, as Florida fans, to watch Miami and Florida State in primetime on Sunday and Monday. Um, heading the season because we do have Miami on the schedule for next year. So I want you to go three for three and guess the spread of Florida State, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, you... Florida State, new coach uh, on the road. Florida State, four and a half. It's it's, it's in Tallahassee. It's oh yeah. no no yeah yeah it's it in is Tallahassee. Florida okay, State yeah. by Florida State by six. I say four Bill, and a half. Bill wins this time, seven and a half. Florida Ooh. State. Okay. All right. Right, so and notice I win every time because I never venture to guess because I see the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, guys. It's a, it's a big week. Uh, certainly going to be lots to talk about next week. We'll, we'll have our, our conversation next week where it will be heavily focused on college football. But we'll also have U.S. Open to talk about. We'll have Major League Baseball one week closer. And we're going to have a, that um, Deutsche Bank championship. So maybe we'll do Monday night uh, episode next week. Uh, because then we can pick up the Miami and LSU game. We'll maybe do a preview of the Virginia Tech Florida State game. Hey, Sean, uh, real quick, uh, real quick. I, I said it, it's the second time I said it tonight. I'm trying to monitor um, which game stands out. If you had to pick one game opening, uh, you know, forget Florida. That's those are our boys, um, and I'm, you know, I'm interested in which game stands out to you. Uh, Michigan Notre Dame. I, I think that's going to tell a lot of uh, story about what's going on um, in in the college football landscape uh, is Michigan for real. Can Michigan go into South Bend? Um, I think their defense is going to be outstanding. Uh, I think um, so that, that game is probably probably a game that I'm really interested in watching. Um, and, and then some of the, I'll watch some of the games this week to set up games for next week. For instance, I want to see how Georgia performs and I want to see how South, how South Carolina performs. That's a huge game next week uh, in Columbia at Willie Bryce stadium. Uh, where the Bulldogs come in and play an early SEC game against SC. What, what, how about what jumps out to you, Bill? Well, I'll go uh, Washington Auburn, right? Just to uh, nice. You know, I want to see what the pack what the Pac-12 is doing against the sure. SEC, right? And it's always um, that's that's what I want to see. Okay. Yep. Good. Todd. Sean, you had the correct answer, um, Bill. <laughs> I lo- Bill, I love your answer. I think that's great. Um, so the the, the unimportant game that I just love every year and I have no reason, no, no reason to love it is Colorado, Colorado State. I love the rivalry game that usually happens week one, even though Colorado State played Hawaii last week. But uh, similar to Bill's vein, I'm going to go with uh, Miami LSU. Miami, are they legit versus a SEC team, SEC team that, you know, are they going to be good? I mean, LSU is a big question mark, right? Hence, yeah. being ranked 25th. Right? Joe Burrow so. transferred from Ohio State um, as their quarterback. So, uh, yeah, going to see how he does against uh, a, a Canes team that uh, brought a good defense last year and, and will return a defense. And Rick's got some of his players. Mark Rick, year, year two or year three? I, I forget. Uh, third year. So, third year, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, because Kirby, Kirby Smart's in his third That's year. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yep. So, uh, makes sense. So, guys, good conversation. Let's find out quickly what's happening this week, uh, and then we'll make plans to enjoy uh, next week's show. Todd, what do you got coming up? 
uh, big week planned. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, so I'm not a jinx guy. I won't go into detail, but I have the opportunity to close a $1.2 million job tomorrow. So obviously I'm going to get up um, and be excited about that one. So that's, uh, I I can't look ahead until uh, I, I I do all I can, you know, get with the right people and um, Hey, I'll sleep well tomorrow night as long as uh, we do everything we can to try to secure it. I think we have a good shot. So that's, uh, that's what's going on. And then next week, I'm going to head to the beach. So a uh, long Labor Day weekend. So um, going to work hard uh, to try to leave um, as few balls dangling in the air so I can uh, enjoy a, a long weekend at the beach. So that's what I got going on, Sean. All right. Bill, what about you, man? Enjoyed the episode last week with our good friend Marguerite Crispillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento area. Tell us who you got coming up on the real estate sessions and where you're going to be this week. I've got an agent out of McLean, Virginia. I don't know if you know her, Sean. Her name is Karen Briscoe. She's uh, the, yeah. So she's, she wrote a book called uh, real estate success in five minutes a day. Right. Yeah. Yep. I was just and, on her podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. And she, she saw the, um, the real estate sessions on, on overcast in the business section. So that's why she, she reached out to me. Uh, Good. So yeah, so that's going to be fun. Uh, she's, she's a great guest and that'll be publishing on Tuesday morning. Other than that, I'm, I'm uh, in Tampa all week. We have a, a sales meeting on Friday that I'll be getting ready for, and uh, that's, that's my week. Good. Well, hey, Bill, on behalf of uh, the listeners and, and certainly on behalf of Shay and Todd and I, we appreciate you being the, the number one producer on the show here. <laughs> great job. Not, of, um, not only number one, the one and only, right? <laughs> yes, yes. The There's producer. no producer two, QV1. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for all your work. Uh, guys, for me, it's a home week. I'm uh, uh, no... No, no engagements, but I do have a closing this week with uh, so, some fellow Gators uh, moving here from Virginia. So excited to, to get them. And I, I co-op Bill on a deal with some good friends of mine from Cobalt Bankers. So it's always nice to have a, a nice, nice. side. Uh, lending's been, been smooth. I expect the closing will go smooth. Um, so that's good. And then a couple um, prep work, put an offer in tonight uh, right before the show. Uh, so hopefully we'll hear good, good news back on that. And then um, helping a couple sellers get ready to get their houses on the market. So um, should be a good week. Looking forward awesome. to it. Awesome. And uh, get back on the golf course after we've been closed for 10 days uh, on Wednesday, early morning, first tea time of the day with my brother. So. Oh, is that because the tournament was there, right? Yeah. The tournament's been there. Had, had, had yeah. Closed down, so. so, hey. Gotcha. Good talking to you guys. Have a good week. And on behalf of Bill and Todd and Shay, who's on location right now uh, on assignment, uh, we'll see him next week. Thanks for listening to The Stare